Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 28, which starts with Frodo, or not Frodo, Bilbo saying, why shouldn't I keep it? And ends with the the, the exaggerated dark magic that Gandalf conjures kind Dang. of fading back to normal. I'm not trying to rob you. Yeah, but that doesn't really end it. He just kind of stands there for a while and it like fades. Yeah. Everything chills. With his mouth open. It's kind of silly. Like if he, he looks like a fish. He's just like, he just has like his mouth open. It just, what? <laughs> it's almost like he was inhaling. And then when the black is fading, he's exhaling, which yeah. makes no sense. Because... And it's kind of fading out with the exhale. Like it's dissipating, which I guess makes sense. Or maybe he's breathing it back in. I don't want that in there. What is he, like a smoke demon? I don't know. Like, I mean, he's just wearing a man suit. A man suit? Why are you wearing that stupid rabbit suit? I mean, he is, though. He's just wearing a man suit. Why are you in that man suit? Why are you wearing that stupid wizard suit? (laughs) I mean, he is, though. It's not really his body. Right. You know, he's an ethereal being. Yeah. From beyond the world. Yeah, kind of. Across the sea and from a magical place. (laughs) Stupid wizard suit. There's a lot of yelling in this one. Yes. And Vilbo, like, putting his dukes up. Yeah. You you, you want it for yourself. That's the best. He wants to fight Gandalf. It's like he's going to fist fight some... Someone over twice his height. That honestly reminds me of so many of my friends. <laughs> it's just, just the tiny, scrappy. Like you want to go, put put him up. Fight me. Put him. Put him up. Put him up. Fight me. <laughs> this is the imagery of like a six and a, like a six and a half, almost seven foot tall, like guy, and like a three like foot a, tall hobbit, right? Fighting a child. A child putting their dukes up. Like, come on, <laughs> let's do this. You want to go? Let's do this. <laughs> Uh, we hear Gollum's theme here in this minute. We do. When he's uh, when he's rubbing the ring with the ring, my precious, and his eyes get really creepy, bugged big. out. Yeah. yeah, is that just his face? I think that's a digital effect. Okay. When the when his eyes get really big, yeah, when they bug out a little yeah. bit, I think they just like I know, wiped his eyelids. I know that when it happens again, that's definitely a digital effect. Yeah, when I, he like lunges, right. Uh, which we I'm pretty talk sure about. it is here. I think if you look really closely, you can kind of really see that it is. Because hmm. his eyes look really shiny and glazed. Yeah. So they do like some post-production yeah, stuff. I think so. Some editing. They just like rubbed his eyelids out of the out of the <laughs> out of the so film. That's so creepy. It's so creepy. It's very effective. It is very effective. I like that it's Gandalf. Gandalf is not here for any of this. No, he's just like, he's just like my, my precious. <laughs> what what is this? I don't need this today. I'm just here I don't, I don't to have this. a good time, and I'm honestly feeling so attacked right now. <laughs> well, Bilbo's certainly feeling so attacked right now. He was having a good time. <laughs> I just came out to have a good time. <laughs> oh, Trying man. to steal my jewelry. Right. Trying this to steal a... my ice, my bling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blingbo Baggins. Blingbo Baggins. Blingbo Swaggins. <laughs> Blingbo. Oh my god. So. 
This is one of the most iconic lines in the movie. Do not take me for some conjurer of cheap, cheap tricks. Yeah. Bling bow back. I'm sorry. I'm still hung up on that. It's all right. Oh, I like the effect. Uh, the um, the creaking noise. And Gandalf looks like he's, he's getting expanding. taller. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were saying right before we turned the mic on. It sounds almost like some of the same sound effects for Sauron's armor falling in on itself. Right. The metal creaking it and the sounds, grinding. It sounds to me like um, like one of those old wooden uh, ships that's kind of creaking, kind of rocking. Or like a barn in the wind. Because all I don't think beams. it would be metal it, because it's all it's all wood and plaster. Right. So it's the the beams expanding. So it's wood creaking. Yeah. And the closest thing that Bag End resembles to me, because everything is so round, is the hull of a ship. Yeah. Uh, so to me, it sounds like it's creaking because Gandalf is filling it with his force of right. wizard dumb. He's revealing his power. Bling bow Bag End. Oh my god. I'm calling him that from now on. Blingbo Baggins. God. He's very wealthy. He is. Man. Why haven't we called him that before? He's got all that ice. <laughs> and probably... All the mithril. And probably boots with the fur. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he doesn't, though. He's got feet with the fur. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Just rewrite that song to be about a hobbit lady. No. No. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to let you finish. But I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> uh, I like the golem thing. It's similar to the ring theme. Yeah. Uh, but it's off a little bit. Yeah, just a, just a little. I think the Gollum theme and the ring theme can almost be just like interchanged. Well, I don't I don't think so because I mean Howard Shore specifically says that it's the Gollum theme, but there's yeah. also a ring theme. Yeah. So if the composer is saying it's different, right. I'm going to believe the composer. But they're very subtle. They are very, very they're both very subtle. And I it's, you know, it's intended to be subtle yeah. because Gollum's not a character yet. Right. I mean, he it, is he's named and we see him. The creature right? Gollum. Yeah. Uh, but the ring is more of a presence here. Yeah. But the way, the reason the Gollum theme play, plays is because Bilbo is turning into Gollum. Right. He's turning into a, a twisted so, thing. It makes sense. It and he says sense. that's the first time the Gollum theme is played. I don't think so. I think the I think we do hear the Gollum theme during the prologue. Do we? I thought it was just the. Or maybe it's just the ring theme through all that. Yeah. But we see Gollum. Yeah, we see Gollum. I think he says it's the first instance of the Gollum theme. Hmm. But I could be wrong. We are only going to see Gollum one more time. We only hmm. see him twice in this movie. You see him. Other in... than his feet. No, you see him tortured. It's just his feet. You see his hands. Oh, and his hands. You see him in Moria. Yeah. And you see him at the end of the movie. So three more times. 
Oh, yeah, you do see him at the end. Because he's floating on the river, and Aragorn's like, hey, check that out. That's weird. And Frodo's like... (gasps) It's like, uh... (laughs) And Legolas is like, it's been following us for days. Yeah. Look at that weird thing. Isn't that weird? But it's like, it's just a log. But you see... You you hear him, too. He's, like, muttering to himself. But you do see his hands. Because he's, like, creeping. Gollum's always creeping. He is. That's, Always. That's his, uh, that's his M.O. The little hands through the bars and more. Straight uh, up creeping. <laughs> Do you have anything else for this minute? This is like a light minute. Uh, yeah, the, the, the notes that I have written down are verbatim. Gandalf scary. Gandalf scary. Gandalf scary. Bilbo small. <laughs> Bilbo gonna fight you. <laughs> and Gollum theme. Gandalf scary. <laughs> I mean, these are how I take notes. (laughs) Very thorough. (laughs) I mean, he is scary. He is scary. You know, you don't don't take him for some conjurer of cheap tricks. Right. I'm not I'm not trying to rob you. And then he just exhales. Yes. He look he looks like a fish. It's very funny. Is uh, if you were to pause it after the after the darkness starts to go away, Mm. it's just like a guy standing there with his mouth. Like, kind of agape. Just like, oh. <laughs> That's the noise I imagine you making. Just, oh. <laughs> That's it. He's in the, he's about to go blub, blub, blub. Blub, blub. <laughs> is this the shortest minute? I think this is the shortest minute. I think the it's shortest the shortest minute, minute we're going to have. It's a very, very light minute. Uh, All right. Well, we can move on. Sorry, it's so short today. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what else to talk about here. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. Because uh, we've um, also we've already mentioned some of the other things I think from this part of the commentary about how uh, Ian Holm was also Frodo in the BBC adaptation. Yeah, we talked about that last week sometime. Yeah. So we've yep. talked about some of the stuff out of the, this part of the commentary already because it was relevant. I mean, we're wrapping up the first part of the first act finally. So. Yes, we are. We are almost ready to get going. Finally, there's a there's a few more there's a few more minutes here. Yeah, like ten more minutes here. Yeah, we're thirty. Like minutes. there's like two more weeks of Shire almost. Are you serious? Not well, yeah. well, because Nick is going to be guesting when Gandalf is out doing research, right? And that's next week. Yeah, so we might have like three more weeks of Shire, right? Because it takes them you know, a solid chunk of time to get out of the Shire. Yeah. Oh, my God. Whenever we get to Farmer Maggot, that's the week we're leaving the Shire. Yeah. Ish. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Anyway. Actually, you know, the Shire is pretty big. Right, we We talked talked about about this. So I don't think they're out of the Shire until Weathertop, technically. Oh, my God. No, they're out of the Shire in Bree. No, the Bree's, Bree's part of the Shire. Bree's on the... No. It's the edge of the Shire. Bree is... Like, there's the Shire, and then you cross some bit, and then there's Bree. Hmm. Bree's not in the Shire, remember? So I learned something else from our listeners. Talking about the Shire again. I learned something else from our listeners in the listener group that I wanted to share with you. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty cool. And I kind of agree with one of the commenters. I can't remember your name right now. I'm sorry. Uh, that talking. I'll look it up. The Shire 
was protected by edict of the king to be like, men, stay away from here. No men are allowed in here. This is to be like a protected place. Mm-hmm. Like a like a nature con- like conservation? So it's, so it's not just like a matter of hobbits just being in an isolated place and everyone else kind of ignoring them mm-hmm. and not really knowing they're there. It kind of started because the king was like the the uh, the king was just like nobody go over here yeah leave these people alone huh which kind of takes away some of the magic idea of like and some of the mystery idea of like the hobbits just kind of being an isolated people it started because the king was like no one can go here hmm. so this is this is part of it right here you just found it Oh, Gary? Yes, there he is. Huh. So, yeah. King Elisara, isn't that, uh, that's Aragorn. That's after the, the war is Elisar, because that's his elven name. Yeah, 1427. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're totally correct. I am totally correct. So I think that that this is also some confusing on the part of our listeners then, maybe. Yeah, because Elisar is Aragorn. Mm. Because that's that's what they call him. That's true. The elves call him Elisar. Elisar, yeah. And yeah, because 1427, because 1400 by Shire Reckoning is uh, when our story starts. Right. Because if we were using uh, Gondorian Reckoning, it would be the year like 3000 and something. Mm. Also, someone posted a trailer of Bad Babe Fury Pig in our listener group. Thank you. Thank you, our listeners. I found that pretty funny. Yeah. No, that would make sense that Aragorn would be like, nobody go in the Shire because they're my cool Hobbit friends. You're not allowed to touch them. Mm. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Because it's the age of men, men are taking over, and everyone's like, hold up. Don't mess with my tiny friends. They are my tiny friends. They are my tiny smalls. They are my, I am their tall. They are my smalls. Leave them alone. Yes. Because up to this point, we were talking about how a lot of people didn't even know that the Shire was a thing. Right. So if the king was like, don't go over here, that makes no sense. Right. Because then they'd be like, what's over there? It's like the Pandora's box thing. Right. Because um, that's the, um, that's all in the appendices at the end. Yeah. They have that, that timeline. It's like, and where, it's like that where are they now segment at the end of like a reality <laughs> TV show. That's right. basically what the, append like that chunk of the appendices are in Return of the King. Yeah. Because uh, it yeah. tells you about, you know, where are they now? You know, and I don't know, like, there's there's a lot of stuff in those appendices that there's so many things in the deleted scenes that are, like, set up in earlier scenes and then sort of, like, just dropped. Or things that we see in later scenes that the scene that sets it up are gone. Like what? Like the red book. Like the red book. Bilbo's book that he's writing. Because we never see his book in the theatrical cut. He just talks about it. Well, you see it in Rivendell. You see it in Rivendell when he's flipping through it, but like yeah. it's not set up because it's set up in this version of the movie. Um, and speaking about the appendices, 
I just find it interesting. I, I find it interesting to note that the person that actually finishes the red book is not Frodo. It's Sam. Yeah. Because Frodo goes cool. over into the West. And right. And Sam then is Sam the finishes last the book. one who finishes the book. The Red Book of West March, I think it's called. Hmm. What it winds up being called. It's cool. I don't think they I think that we've uh yeah. we've exhausted ourselves for this minute Indeed. for the time being. Um so in the meantime, you can uh find us at duelinggenre.com. You can email us contact at Lord of the Rings We're on Twitter at LOTR Minute, Tumblr, LOTR We're on Facebook, both the official page uh and the listener group, which you can join. Uh, if you so choose, there's a lot of cool discussions and some really dank memes and stuff. So <laughs> Very dank memes. The, the dankest of memes. As, as good as the, the pipe weed from the South Farthing. Indeed. That's some, anyway. Not uh, far thing, as I often say. <laughs> uh, you can, uh, give us a review, hopefully a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, and if you like, uh, us uh we there's also pod other podcasts on dueling genre such as the doctor's companion which is our doctor who pad pop podcast which i'll guest on eventually podcast what's a podcast doctor who doctor who podcast which i host with scott and nick of back to the future minute uh and we all write for geek by night which not me not you <laughs> Norman listens to Geek by Night, yes. and I write for Geek by Night, which is hopefully out this week uh, with a new episode. Uh, and uh, you, in the meantime, if you feel like supporting us, uh, we have a Patreon page, uh, which you can access at duelinggenre.com slash support, as well as a one-time donation button on the site. And there's a link to our merch, uh, but we don't have merch for the this show yet, but we have other stuff, other goodies. And as always, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182, and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.